Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And due to a scheduling conflict with a guest, Intro to Anime 12 will not be happening today. Such is the life of a podcaster. However, that gives me a chance to talk about a really great show that premiered earlier this year, with the next part of the story coming to us next month. This isn't the first time I've brought an isekai anime to this series. I've recently remastered an episode covering The Devil is a Part-Timer, and another one is on the way for The Rising of the Shield Hero. And if you don't know what an isekai is, it usually revolves around a person who is transported to another world. In most settings, the running joke is that it usually deals with a character getting hit by a car or truck. And that actually is how this story gets started. But there are a lot of things about this anime that it does differently or better than many other similar stories I've seen. So that's why I want to talk to you about it. We're going to cover the plot, the characters, the animation, and anything else I can fit in to convince you why you should watch Mishoku Tensei, also known as Jobless Reincarnation, in less than 10 minutes. So after being hit by a truck and dying, we see a nameless, jobless, and seemingly worthless Japanese man get reincarnated into a world of magic and fantasy as a newborn baby named Rudius. Born into the Grey Rat family with his sword-wielding father Paul, his magic healer mother Zenith, and all of his former memories intact, he grows up and starts to learn how to read and practice magic at a fairly young age. This kicks off our story in a very familiar fashion with your typical isekai tale, but there are a lot of things to like about this show in particular. When it comes to main characters, Rudius, or Rudy for short, isn't perfect to say the least. He doesn't just land in a new world and forget his former life, and he deals with the trauma of bullying and other difficult life scenarios that prevent him from really fully experiencing his new life. And honestly, it's pretty refreshing to see some realistic challenges followed right behind each of his inevitable successes. He was a 30-plus-year-old man with no social life or love life, a virgin hiding within four walls on most days, with food, a remote or controller in one hand, and usually doing something else with the other, if you catch my drift. So, when he's thrust from a life with no purpose into this new world, he does make some questionable and many times pervy decisions. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, but you really do get the feeling he is trying to figure out how to live life, and avoid repeating some of the mistakes he made before. It's a very delicate balance that the show needs to maneuver through, and overall, I think they do a pretty good job. And while this show does kind of live or die on your feelings towards the main character, I think what helps us relate to Rudy in this world is by looking at the many characters around him early on. The dynamic between both of his parents, and even the maid of the house, are not only entertaining, but they also really show a lot of imperfections themselves. For example, we see Paul struggle with being a father figure to a child, who he doesn't know, is about the same age as him mentally. We get introduced to a mentor character named Roxy, who is essential towards Rudy's early growth in this world, and you can really tell that a strong bond is being built between the two. 
She quickly sees Rudy's skills are going to surpass hers easily, and she takes that in stride as his teacher, while giving him the kind of support he isn't quite expecting, but really what he needed more than anything else. Now, in two back-to-back -back episodes, I have to really praise the English dub in this show. I exclusively watched it in that format due to the wishes of my viewing partner, but it was a good choice. I especially love the voice acting for Rudy's former self giving commentary throughout each and every episode, and the godlike figure who speaks to him from time to time, very, very entertaining. The opening song is also very unique, and not in the sense that it hasn't been done before, because there is so much anime out there, I'm sure it has been done, I haven't seen it yet. But the opening fits so perfectly with the show, and it's such a short and subtle fantasy-like song that doesn't have the same visuals in each episode. Instead, it opts to show us more of this world in each episode as the opening credits roll. And for the ending theme, we get what we normally come to expect with those same visuals each episode, but the song really fits in well with the show, and both songs are really the perfect bookends for the anime. But above all else is the animation. It's really what drew me into watching the show among so many other animes that are still sitting in my queue now. Studio Bind gets the credit here, and apparently it was a studio that was literally created just for this show. And it was a collaboration of the studio White Fox, who has done shows recommended on this podcast before, like The Devil is a Part-Timer, Akame Got Kill. And they partnered with the management company Egg Firm, who has had a history with many isekai franchises. That level of focus really pays off in what I can only describe as movie-like quality. It really is something I wish I could see on the big screen. And what Mushoku Tensei does well is blend in your traditional isekai themes, puts its own spin on it, and it just delivers a unique, enjoyable experience. It doesn't just throw our protagonist into this new world for them to knock out each villain with an unbeatable, cheat code-like power. There are consequences here, life or death ones in fact, which makes Rudy, both the child and his former self, someone you can empathize with, relate to, and even root for. It's always nice to know that an amazing looking anime has a great story behind it, and with the next part of our story coming out in a few weeks, this is the perfect time to binge the first 11 episodes and get all caught up, because it really does feel like they are barely scratching the surface in what could be a very epic journey. And after all that, hopefully you guys really see why this anime is worth giving a shot, and I really think you guys will like it. Overall, this is probably one of my favorite shows that I've watched recently, and it got me hooked in right from the first episode. But if you know anything about consumption of media, and definitely anime, you know that it's not going to be for everyone. So if you are looking for something different, please make sure to check out any of our previous episodes on the podcast revolving around anime, including the last episode where I cover why you should be watching the hit film, Your Name. If you're new to the podcast, please remember to go ahead and follow us on social media after this episode at Wait For It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Wait For It Pod on Twitter. And you can find all of our episodes posted here anywhere that you listen to your favorite episodes online. That's going to be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many, many more. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. 
This is the Wait For It Podcast.